Yo, what's up? This is the More Sneakers Podcast. I'm your host, T.O. Sneakerheads, and it's my co-host. I sell sneakers, not dreams. And this is episode 123. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm liking how this weather been cooling down. I, I do, but I don't. Why? What, what's, what's up? Because it's hot during the day, and then I'm extra cold at night. I like being cold at night, but I'm extra cold. Well, I guess it's been so damn hot to me. They're like, even when it's warmer during the day, it ain't like, it ain't crazy warm though. No, you know what I'm saying? It's not like, like it's hot. a nice, yeah, it's like a nice, hot. it's a nice warm. It's like, Stand in your outside. head, it's like in your head what you would think something should be like. Supposed to be. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but no, it's, it's, it's been, I've been enjoying the, the weather, where it's, where it's been at. I've been appreciating it. Uh, but I'm like, shit. We getting we finna be in October before we know it. Three months left in the year. I know this year went by fast. Yeah, like it really feel like we just did the event. Like it literally felt like it was like maybe like a couple weeks ago, not more or less two months ago. It was almost a couple two, weeks ago. No, it wasn't. It was it, we almost at the end of September. We in the middle of September. We basically we it's September it was like gone. a month and a half. If, if that's how you want to put it. Yeah, thank you. Because, <laughs> like, September really felt like it just got started. But, like, September is, is really over. Like, yeah, it's the we middle Because we're, we're at the end of the week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, by next week, that last week don't even count. Right. Nah, it don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's sad. That, it's like, just like October. Yeah, that's, that, that's where we're at now. But... Oh well. Don't September have extra weeks or something? Shit, maybe. But <laughs> don't seem like it. It might it might have had five, five. Oh, it had five weeks? Yeah. Well technically. Them lay them first two days. Oh, okay. the they don't not, they don't make it five weeks. That's still yeah. a solid four. Plus. Plus two. Carrier two. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, I um I'm happy the weather didn't shift it. I hope it stay like this for a little while. Uh, Me too. Cause like you know, I like I like when you can have like that in between cool breeze and somewhat warm, so you can dress light but like a little heavy. I you just know what I'm saying? Turn my uh my hair off. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. But I can't. Because yeah, we not all the way there yet. Yeah, we ain't there yet. We ain't all the way there yet. So that's that's the perfect weather to meet. Words, nothing running in the house. No, no, I, f- I feel that. But like I said, it has been a ton better. Mm-hmm. Had, like you ain't going out outside gasping for air. I'm telling you. You know what I'm saying? You going outside like, oh, this tolerable. Like I can, I can do this. We ain't in no tornado, so you know, it's just been one or the other. Yeah, it's been a lot going on in these other cities with like hurricanes and. Uh, like, like it was a heavy rain uh, in Atlanta. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and uh, they had flooding in the school. Mm. You know, so we 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 pretty blessed right now to not have to be dealing with no, you know, no no tragedies when it comes down to the weather. Because you know, uh, when it's like tornado season, we usually we get hit pretty hard. Oh yeah. Um. But I don't, I don't. We got hit hard with well, the winds was just like retarded. Where 
Yeah. I don't understand why my electric bill is still so high and the electric got knocked out uh, a lot of times. Uh, Where's my discount? I think I think they I think they <laughs> I think they're running up the meters themselves. They have to be, or they because the math ain't math. It's it's not not at all. Hmm. Yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know. But what we, what we got? What we got first? Okay. So look. I'm looking. <laughs> okay, so the Chicago Bears quarterback Justin Fields mm-hmm. is officially joining Reebok. Okay. And he is is I don't think he has like a signature shoe or anything, but he's um they got it where he's featured in performance and lifestyle campaigns and working together on community activation and charitable initiatives. Okay, so that's, that's good. That's that's what's up for him. Um, Fenty and Puma celebrate the release of its new Avanti sneaker, September sixteenth. Have you seen it? Uh, yeah. What it look like? Um, uh, a Reebok with a strap across it. But it would look good. It looked like a bowling shoe. You know the bowling shoes they got. Mm-hmm. The, that that strap that come across the bowling shoe, mm-hmm. it looked like a classic Reebok with the strap across. Mm. From the pictures I've seen, I had to see it like in hand, put it on my foot. Got you. I mean, it's not. I haven't even seen it circulate. I didn't even know it was um, coming out. A sneaker coming out. Yeah, like, and, uh, me neither. I just happened to come across it, and I was like, oh, okay. Because, you know, we haven't really heard Rihanna do anything since she stepped down. Yeah. So, and then had the baby. So, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, Sarah, put her foot out there again. Literally. <laughs> so, um, Madam Vice President, I guess we could call her. Kamala mm-hmm. hosted the first hip-hop event at the Vice President's residence. Yeah, I saw Fat Joe was there and blessed her with the Terror Squad Air Force One. Oh man. Uh it was a few it was a few people that that was there. It looked like they had a great time. I, I, w- I would have liked to have been in that room. That would have been very interesting for me. Yeah, like the, what I saw was very interesting. I didn't know who uh actually artist wise came. They were just saying that she had hip hop. No, no, she had uh don't give me the line, but it was a few names that was that was, that I saw that was mentioned that I can't think of offhand. But I wonder what made her want to do that. I don't know. Um, like it just seems so random out the blue. Yeah, but we haven't seen her in a minute. The but the, the first thing I seen was her saying she was ready to step up as president. And then this having the the fiftieth hip hop anniversary well, thing. At this point, I forgot we had a president or vice president. At this point, yeah, I mean, Sleepy Joe been sleepy. I hope, I hope he alright. Uh, <laughs> 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 I mean, ain't he rerunning for a president? Or maybe his clone. <laughs> Cause his face do look like one of them masks you buy at Party City. 
mm. in October. I, at this point, I don't even think I remember what Joe Biden looked like. I might have to, might have to look the nigga face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, so since we talked about that, you know, Fat Joe revealed that Virgil Abloh influenced Nike to make that Terror Squad Air Force One before he died. Yes, yeah, sir, Bob. The Terror Squad Air Force One. That's oh, it. Lord. No, like so, so let, let's, let's to, go. Let's go. Let's let's, let's get into this. I know you you're this, a, a connoisseur of the Air Force One, but not anyway. But tell me, tell us. So I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna take it. So it's bigger for me personally. It's bigger than just the TS being on the shoe. Um, I I grew up in the era where you had the collaborative labels where they was collaborating with like the big labels Mm -hmm. you know like the cash monies the no limits you know what i'm saying the rockefellers you know what i'm saying like so terror squad was one of them groups as well like you had uh what was Nas Nas joint uh what was it qb what was his queensbridge yeah i think i think that might have been what it was but at the time i don't think he has it no more but you had all these different joints you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying like uh, from groups on to like labels, yeah. you know what I'm saying. So Terror Squad was a group of collective of people, but I felt like, and I could be getting this wrong, but at that time I felt like they was a label as well. You know what I'm saying? I feel um, like they was, or he signed because I, I feel like it, Remy was Remy under was him. Remy was an artist, but you know, you know how that should be. Yeah, you know how it be like uh, when it comes down to like the real paperwork and shit. It don't. How yeah. it looks to the public ain't how it really is, um, but yeah, I used to I used to see the, like the big TS chain that he wore, and like all of that shit, and it was just like it was mesmerizing. Not not just because it was the chain, but it was just to see these individuals uh, cultivate like their own thing. You know what I'm saying? And like put their stamp like for that area, like onto something. It was. So it was a label? Terror Squad Productions, later Terror Squad Entertainment, is an American hip-hop and rap record company okay. founded by Fat Joe in Okay, so I was right. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, so I was right. So, because originally I was aware of Fat Joe because of Big Pun. Me too. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's where I first... I thought they was brothers. And then, you know, because he was Joey Crack. Yeah. And then, I don't know who I'll know about this, but he was heavily into graffiti art. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's that's where Joy Crack come from. Oh, so that was like his... his. Um... So when you look on the back of the Air Force One, you see the JC, that's for Joy Crack, and that's like the low... You know what I'm saying? That's like his little signature. Oh, wow. So not only is his name Joy Crack, but, you know, his name is Joseph. I forgot what his last name is, but that's JC as well. Oh. You know what I'm saying? His initials. Um, but yeah, I got familiarized with him from there. And, you know, obviously he got one of the most infamous songs with the lean back joint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Remy Ma verse was, was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he was somebody I always looked for when I would watch the music videos. I would watch, I would look at his sneakers like always. And then he also had another infamous, infamous moment on, um, MTV Cribs, where he licked the bottom of the Olympic Jordan 7. Oh, yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? And but also he did at that point in time he showed off the Terror Squad Air Force One. So so when yeah. He had like a handful of colorways. Um, but they were just for him. Um and I was like, Oh man, it would be dope if they released. And so obviously time so much time had passed and we never like I always had like these shoes like, okay, I would love to see this release, that release. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, you got the rock the uh, the Rockefeller Air Force One, you know what I mean, and different shit like that. So like for me I was like with the rock having the rock, I would love to have a Terra Squad joint. Not knowing that eventually that Terra Squad joint was coming. Right. Um but to get on topic with what you're talking about, um he had he, uh Virgil had a conversation with him. And but before I get into Virgil having a conversation with him, the guy that made the sh- that designed the shoes for Fat Joe mm-hmm. actually got fired for designing shoes for him. They wasn't, you know, authorized by Nike for him to be made for him to be made, even though they were just made specifically for him. Um but and I thought that was crazy. Trying to find out the name. Who was the name? Yeah, and that's the thing. When he did his interview on the Breakfast Club, he did not say the name yeah. of the individual. Yeah. But I was watching a video on the sneakers app, mm-hmm. and I believe they had the actual designer on there because they had Rem- they had Fat Joe, they had Remy, and they had this other guy. But I believe he was the person the designer. Who, that yeah. yeah. Um. But he said Virgil had reached out to him about doing a Terra Squad Air Force One. So it was going to be Terra Squad and Off-White mm-hmm. with Nike. And so he he after he had the conversation with Fat Joe about it, he passed three days later. That's crazy. You know, so obviously it sounds like he wanted to speak to Fat Joe to get the go-ahead. Because mm-hmm. it seemed like this could have been possibly something he had in the works for a minute. Right. Especially if he was... Because it seems like it's one of them things where it's like, I don't want to get your hopes up. Right. So let me present it. Let me present it. You know what I'm saying? go for it, I need your blessing. Or or basically, they going for it. I just want to make sure you're on board with it. You know what I'm saying? Type of deal. So that's dope to to see Virgil influence. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like after the fact, you know, we get something something that's truly special to me. Like that's something from 2002. You know, that, yeah. that, like, he was the first person that we saw on national TV lick a sneaker. You know what I'm saying? Because he wanted to show that it was dead stock, never worn. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything like that. But it just also shows how engulfed in the culture that Virgil was. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like now, at this point, Fat Joe get to get to show that part of himself off again. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if people who familiarize with him, but... He do got uh upscale New York, uh, which is a sneaker store. He got two locations in New York. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So he didn't had those stores for a, a nice minute, yeah though. for a nice yeah. little while. Um, just like for many of us, like sneakers is a part of his lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, like for me, this Terra Squire Air Force One is long overdue, which seemed like Virgil felt the same way. Yeah. And also, it's a big part of sneaker culture, hip hop culture, like all wrapped up into one. Yeah. Um, I did get the uh, the light blue pair. I don't, I forgot how to, how they pronounced the 
specific color blue that it is but uh, I'm very pleased and happy with it I know a lot of people was having conversations in the, under the comments and like all it is is a shoe with a TS on it, it ain't that special this that and the third uh, oh yeah and that white and blue pair it was only a New York edition so like you had to get that from like New York I think it was like a couple stores in New Jersey had it mm-hmm. so uh, shout out to everybody who, who got a pair with you I'm grateful. Um, <laughs> uh, but shout out, shout, shout out, out to yourself. But shout out to Jess. Jess just actually made it happen. Um, I had told her. I had kind of like told her the same story that that we talking about. Uh-huh. And I was just like, "No, I need these." Because <laughs> I like the black and white ones, but I'm like, I didn't even know that the white and blue was gonna be so limited. I just saw the icy soul. I saw how you know what I mean. The color was just fire to me. So uh-huh. I was like, I know this one is going to be more widely available. So right. that one ain't going to be too much of a problem. But this one, I'm like, and then like before it sold, I saw it was like 600 and some dollars. So I'm like, okay, resale might be crazy as well. So mm-hmm. I definitely got to make sure I'm on top of it. Right. And, um, and yeah, so I'm like, what's today? I'm like, oh shit, it's today. I need to make some phone calls. I need to try to get the shoot this, that, and the third. And little I know she had already run a raffle. You know what I'm saying? Shout uh, out Jess. So shout out Jess. Shout out the sneaker room. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, I got them joints on Tuesday. Um, so some things that I can say about the shoe and the shoe box and everything like that. They gave you the OG orange and brown uh, Nike shoe box, mm-hmm. which I thought was dope. Um, they gave you leather everything. You know what I'm saying? The leather's mm-hmm. on the inside the heel. The leather is up under the tongue. Mm. And, like, it's not just leather. Like, it's buttery soft. You know what I'm saying? It's buttery leather. Yeah, it's like, it's like the butter that you put on your lobster tails. That is dead type butter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, um, and, like, so the shape of the silhouette, I know you got, like, the 07 version of, like, the Air Force One. Mm-hmm. It's not that version. You know what I'm saying? Like, the cut is a lot different. Okay. Um. So from from what I feel, I feel like they tried to make the Terra Squad Air Force One as much of two thousand two of the original as possible. Okay. Which makes that even more special in my eyes. More nostalgic. Yeah. And um and like when I tell you the the leather is so nice, like everything about this shoe is just perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like what? he ain't miss he ain't miss he ain't miss nothing with this one. So for anybody who haven't got to experience it mm-hmm. in hand, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not just a, a shoe with a TS on the side. You know what I'm saying? You're getting way more than that. Okay. You know what I mean? Like you said, you're getting nostalgic. The nostalgia and like, I know it's a lot of new younger kids who might not know to this extent of who Fat Joe is and was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you might want to do your research when it comes down to this one. Okay. Um, and he did also say himself... He was like, he wore the black and white ones about 20 times. They never creased. He did say, he's like, with the with the white and blue ones, he said, the leather is a little different. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, he's like, I can't guarantee. It's a little no softer. Sh- yeah. Oh, so, okay, yeah. that that made me even more excited because that let me know that the leather on these are different from the other ones, which I'm excited about and kind of disappointed about because it's like, you kind of want it to go flow across the board, but... If this one is like a more limited, more, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you will want to have that, that pr- more premium um, type situation. 
but I can't wait to get the other ones in hand and check those out and see like what's the differences in between them. Uh, the only thing I would say I did not like, but I understood, you know, the old, the old Nike label wasn't like the white and gray. So like they, they put the, they put the current version of the white, the white and gray Nike label mm-hmm. that's on the gray box. Yeah. They put it on the, this box. Yeah. They put it on this box, the, oh. the orange and brown box. So that was the only thing instead of like the orange joint from like back in the day. But like, so that was the only thing that I could say, like, I was like, mm. but <laughs> other than that, you know, I think y'all should fuck with it, man. I don't think the resale too crazy, too crazy with these joints. But if you a Terror Squad fan, a Fat Joe fan, just a fan of sneakers, a fan of hip hop, a fan of minorities having their own record labels, uh, this is definitely something that you should have in your collection. Stamped and verified and approved by me. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so why are we talking about stuff like that and, and resale value? So um, every now and then we talk about the auction circuit, Sotheby's, mm-hmm. Christie's. Um, so the Nike airships that were worn by Michael Jordan that were previously sold for $1.4 million, mm-hmm. or over $1.4 million. Recently sold at Sotheby's for 57% less than that. Okay. At $624,000. And not only did that happen, but at Christie's, they recently sold the 2008 um, Grammy Award uh, prototypes that Ye wore of the Mm -hmm. Yeezys. They previously were sold at Sotheby's. For $1.8 million. Mm-hmm. And whoever bought them this time got like a 90% discount at $180,000. Well, I look at it like this. With time and space and history, things change. Yeah. Depending on what's going on and what's transpiring at that time. And the economy. You know what I'm saying? Changes the price. Like when... Like when you had the um, what was the doc the Chicago Bulls documentary? Uh, the um, last dance. The last dance. Like when you had that, then they showed the Chicago ones mm-hmm. all over again. They was telling the story behind that and everything like that. Price shot up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's different things that make things change and adjust. And then you got to understand, like people that's in the one percentile and in and then the 0.5, 0.2 percentile is probably like the people who are collecting these shoes. Mm-hmm. So in the space of purchasing them, they probably saw that there wasn't the greatest investment that they thought it was and decided to sell it. Uh, like it's still going for a crazy amount. I know like the person who sold it didn't get as much is they would have liked back. Right. But they probably would have liked to get something back, if especially if it wasn't nothing, like, that was true value to them. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's just it's just a weird thing. Does it surprise me? No. Because we see this all the time with, like, certain shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, then that's the thing, too. Like, even, like, on StockX or, like, Go, like, depending on what shoe you're looking for or when you're looking it could be a shoe that was like thirteen hundred at one point. Now you're seeing it for six hundred dollars. Right. 
You know what I mean? It could be just for that day because of the person who's selling it. Mm-hmm. They might just, that's the amount that they need to, to get or what they need to go for at that moment. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, in auctions, everything can be sketchy because everything is about demand. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and how much it's sought for. At this point, like, with Ye, obviously, it's a lot that has transpired with Ye. Yeah. And everything like that. That could be the point, part of the reason why they're up for auction. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That could be part of the reason why they sold for so low. Um, just like just like with the Jordan joint, you know what I mean? Um, I just feel like people buy certain things for investments thinking like, oh, this is something that I got a part of history. This is only going to get better. And then maybe they found out some point somehow like, this wasn't the greatest investment. Right. I'm not going to see, you know what I'm saying, as much of a return that I put in, that I put in. You know what I'm right. saying? So I think, and like you say, the economy is different. You got businesses closing. You got mm-hmm. things happening. Um, people are downsizing in certain, in certain regards. Mm-hmm. So people doing what they got to do to sustain and maintain, you know what I'm saying, their, their lifestyles and their livelihoods. You're right. Let's see. Um, guess what? What's that? They freed BG. Yeah, that was hard. I was happy to see that. Me too. Like I saw it like I two days before. It. I saw it like two days before because he got out a year early. Did he? Yeah, they say he's supposed to be. In, you know what I'm saying? And, and I hate to hear stuff like that. Like that. He had one more year. Like I hate. I, I'm glad that he got out early. It's just I hate to hear that because it's like if you was able to let him out a year early, you possibly could let him out. A couple Cause of like, years early. Because so his birthday had just passed. You know what? I do not remember what he went in for. I do not. Like, I do not know whatsoever. But I do know his daughter just had a birthday. His birthday just passed. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I know he's just happy to be free mm-hmm. and, and re- uh, integrating himself into society. Um, Birdman went and met him outside the prison. You know, got him together. Um, he has signed the cash money. Um, okay. So, look like more new music going to be coming. They're talking about they working on a tour for the Hot Boys, but Birdman did say. All who, who of Birdman. He said he putting a hundred mil, hundred mil up. Who, okay, what payroll uh, distribution company is doing it? Because uh, Little Wayne had to go through some leaps and bounds to get his money, and I think Juvenile did too. If I ain't mistaken. Yeah, yeah, but everybody, everybody, you know what I'm saying, got paid, from my understanding. Um. So, like, if he could pull it off, I think it'd be fire. I mean, I probably would go if they have, like, a Hot Boys reunion. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Shit, I'd go. I mean. I'd go. Because you got to think about this. Like, when, like, they was first coming, like, we was little. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? So, like, to see that shit come full circle, that shit would be hard. Now, he did, like, Birdman did speak on Turk, though. What do you say about Turk? Because, like. A question was asked to him why wasn't the red carpet rolled out for Turk? Mm-hmm. 
like it was for BG. Mm-hmm. So he was like, um, Turk was a homeboy, but he didn't, he wasn't as close to Turk like he was to like BG. And he said he don't like shit that was said about him. Um, so he's like, he was standing on business. <laughs> All tree of y'all. <laughs> you know, because I guess, you know, some things that Turk said he don't agree with or feel like it's false or whatever the case might be. And, you know, so he not really fucking with, you know what I'm saying, Turk. So Turk probably, ain't no probably, Turk won't be on the tour. Okay. Um, but, I'm, like I said, I'm happy for him to, to come home. I can't go then. They, have, they all have to be there. They all not going to be there. Well, then that's not the, I don't wanna, that's not the hot boys. Man. I still go. If you buy my ticket. But <laughs> I, like I, I need to see the Hot Boys as a whole. But we're not gonna I, get I that. Can, There's I no can. way for us to get that. <sighs> yes, it is. No, it's not. Mm. Like with the issues they got, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, well, they got issues with him, and he a uh, fighting uh, for me to fight and get my money and have to get lawyers half of that. But so from things that I heard in the past from like Birdman, like when it came to like the money situation and how they had to go about to get the money. I'm I'm not trying to take up for the nigga, mm-hmm. but from what I've heard mm-hmm. from interviews, it was a whole legal battle within itself because of how contracts and shit was done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, because they was young doing shit, you know what I'm saying? Shit was just all fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Which is a story that we hear from a lot, a lot of people. I don't, like I said, I'm not in the mix of it, mm-hmm. but but you know what I'm saying, like if every if if everybody's saying they cool and if everybody else is fucking with it, and the only reason why Turk ain't apart because of whatever issues they have, I can live with that. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I found out where he went to. Okay, I, I do remember this. Okay, he went to uh, he was sentenced for 14 years on gun on a gun charge and witness tampering charges. Mm. Okay. BG out. All yeah, we he, need is see murder. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a that's that's a work in progress I'm right there. You. Yeah, um, see murder coming out with big with big Meech. Big Meech gonna be out before we know it. Yeah, I know he gonna be out before see murder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he got a lot of people advocating for him. You know what I'm saying? Like, hopefully, with with time, you know. He'd be able to get from behind that wall. Who? See murder? Yeah. Wasn't Kim Kardashian saying something that one time? You know, like, she probably was trying, you know, but it's been it's been a lot of people who's advocated for him and, and have tried to get him out. You know what I'm saying? So, all you can do is keep, keep trying. Menace to society. Somebody has him down there because. Cause they saying like what he was charged with. They they were saying he like he didn't do or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Okay, Apple is formulating business plans for the purchase of ESPN so it can acquire the rights to every major sport. While Spectrum got spiritually jumped when fans expected to see football and didn't see it. Like if Apple pulled this off. 
Like, that's going to be insane. So, who is ESPN under, or are they just their own ES, ESPN is the network. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it's, just, it's just the sports network. Okay. So, all the major sports, like, every sport come on ESPN. Okay. So, like, if they be able to buy and own ESPN, that means they will control, you know what I'm saying, um, the sports that's played. And, like, they would be allocating, like, how everything is played and this, that, and the third. So, if they want certain shit to play on Apple TV Plus, mm-hmm. they can have shit oh. I play on Apple TV Plus and different things like that and everything okay. like that. Like, so, so if you got, like, certain TV show, like, First Take, they mm-hmm. can be on, like, Apple TV Plus as well as, like, on ESPN and, mm-hmm. you know, just all these other different things that they have control over. And that they would be able to do like, so it would it would definitely that would be a big power move. Uh, do I see it happening? I would be surprised if it happened. Right. And for a spectrum, man, I ain't got <laughs> shit good to say about no damn spectrum. <laughs> like I, I feel bad for for people who are like in areas where like you can't get like the fiber optic because you don't have like no choice but to get like spectrum. Right. They raise the prices up on you. Does your shit slow down? You know what I'm saying? But they want to call my phone every day about they about the getting service. The wind can go out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's an outage in your area. The wind ain't even blowing. No, y'all just fucking playing with us. I'm just saying. Starting to act like the electric company. Let me shut up. And then the Disney, then Disney trying to sue them. Yeah. And they saying like this lawsuit might take Spectrum out. No, not yet. Give me a couple of months for that. <laughs> Give me a couple of months for that. So I wonder what that number looking like. For them to be able to take Spectrum out, that, that's got to be a hefty number. Like, yeah. I know Disney a big dog, but they, like, they big dog and they big dog in them. Big dog in them. But they, they like, uh, you can only see football on YouTube TV or something like that now. Mm. I haven't I haven't been paying attention to no football recently. Yeah, like I got a friend I know she she couldn't breathe. Um <laughs> So on Spectrum you can't watch so like So since um So like not even on like ESPN or like any of the sports channels you can't watch it as well like I, I guess not. So what is coming on in the place of it? I, I, huh? So what's coming I on in the know. place of it's, it? It's not uh, Disney is not whatever else come up under NFL Network, whatever it is, maybe. Mm. Y'all know, look, I just got into basketball. So like, yeah, I just know I haven't been watching football as of late because you can't. <laughs> it's only. Well, on I don't even. I don't even got. I don't even got Spectrum. So. It's like YouTube TV or something like that. Mm. And the funny thing is, I was on like Facebook and I guess a couple of people I follow work at Spectrum and they were like, Oh, they have us um, you know, prepared to work overtime on the phones or something like that. And I'm like, Dad, what y'all finna like say what you finna say. No, I've been seeing people, you know, <laughs> complaining about Spectrum like real heavy from the internet, you know what I mean? Like to like everything. And like this ain't nothing new. You know no, what I mean? This it's not. They got they say they got the same they got the same credibility like how Sprint had. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> like it is is kinda of like the same little vibes. Yeah. Um, let's see. Did I talk about Nike? 
No, we didn't talk about Nike okay. and uh, so um two hundred thousand dollars worth of Nike merch was stolen from Nike employee store in Memphis um last week, maybe week before last, but following behind this, Nike has announced that it will be permanently closing the outlet in Portland. I'm so sick of you niggas. Man, look, like, and they and they doing it behind all the crime. They say a yeah. lot of it is just organized. A, a lot of the stuff is just um it's it's too down to the T. It's too much stuff being taken. This is not like somebody just breaking in yeah. and taking a couple of things. They taking hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of things at a time. Yeah, man, like and keeping some damaged in the wind. Yeah, cause it's and that's what people don't realize. Like it's affecting a lot of business. Like when you gotta take, when you gotta mark down losses like that on your report. Yeah, you know what I mean within your finances on top of whatever losses that you took that you had predicted that you would be taking. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it changes your predict your uh, predictions of how the rest of your year gonna look. Yeah, and it like a lot of that stuff is already paid for. Yeah. Um. It, and not even just in the Nike employee store, but like when they hit in, especially in Memphis, when they hit in the warehouses, when they hit in the trains, that stuff is allocated to companies that already paid for it yeah. or whatever it is. So uh, a lot of that stuff, you got to credit back or find another way to satisfy your customer. And even if insurance is covered, you know what I mean? That's not a quick process. That's mm-hmm. a very slow process that they got to go through for both parties. You know what I'm saying? So, and so you know. So, and, oh, shoot. We, talk, we talked about this on the last podcast. Tremaine Emery's uh, reason for leaving Supreme. We didn't know it at the time, but, like, I guess it came out, like, the next day. Yeah, I saw he had posted like some uh, some text messages that was sent to him about how certain things was supposed to be changed and fixed and corrected, and how how he felt like they shouldn't happen in the first place. And like, I hate that you know that that was going on in the workplace for him. But what was more interesting for me was the comments. Okay, what, you know, so what under the Instagram post? Yeah. Or? Um, well, a lot of people, cause you know, a lot of people, some people were saying they didn't like his designs that he did with Supreme. Mm-hmm. That was one thing. I mean, you're not going to, everybody's not going to like that stuff. Yeah. Um, another thing was, um, everybody was like, what Kanye said came true. What did Kanye say? Well, I guess Kanye had a fallen out with Emery mm-hmm. and Kanye was just basically like how you run up behind eight quote unquote white folks. Mm-hmm. They gonna they gonna do you dirty basically, uh-huh. and you know what I'm saying. And this is this is you know what he what he went through. Oh, yeah. Um, so racism. yeah, so it's obviously it's a lot of information that we don't know. I, like I said, I seen some of the posts and stuff that he made about the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still making clothes and he still got his own stuff going on. Um. Does this? How does? How does? How does you? Ah, my bad. How does <laughs> you view this with um, being a fan of like Supreme? Like, does this stop you from purchasing the product? Does this? 
makes you view the brand differently? Like, where did you sit with the situation? Um, with this situation, I think being a little older and us looking at a lot of business, a lot of behind the scenes of things, I might take a, you know, another look at things mm-hmm. before I buy it, but I'm not in a hurry. Like when I was younger, I didn't care about none of that. <laughs> if I liked it, I bought it. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, getting older and, and learning how things go behind the scenes. Some, sometimes you just be like, it's, you know, it's just not worth it. I don't feel right buying certain things. And we haven't heard nobody really like standing behind him. No. With the with the situation, you know. Yeah, I haven't heard like a, a peep. Um but then sometimes you get that too. Um sometimes you and he's only been in the position for about a year. A year. So and but while he was in that position he did well, right? Yeah, I guess I, I knew. I guess it's on the point of I, I think he had some stuff that he wanted to drop, you know what I'm saying, that they denied and different stuff like that. But I think it's in the viewpoint of the consumer of who, you know what I'm saying, or who fuck with him as a designer. Right. Oh, and the numbers. Yeah, and yeah, and the numbers. You gotta look at the numbers. But, like, Supreme and everything is a lot different now anyway, I feel. Just, yeah. with, like, with the time and everything else. And then maybe they uh, uh is there like a lawsuit or something or i haven't heard of any if you accuse somebody of systematic racism most of the time that's like if that's what he actually you know if that's what he actually says you know it might come with some type of legal he been showing receipts but i don't see nothing about no legal and maybe that's why it's so quiet because it's you know what i mean um but we just have to see moving forward like what's up so let's see, let's see. So um, remember uh, last year, Neiman Marcus was struggling. Um, no, the Neiman Marcus CEO said <laughs> that he didn't want broke people shopping at its stores. Now they're struggling with low sales and looking for a buyer. Do I think that's because people stop shopping there? Uh, no, no. I think they just were always on the. I think I think the economy. Yeah. I think it's just the economy. You know what I'm saying? Like the economy of how everything is right now. Mm-hmm. People picking and choosing. Well, it's a lot of it's a lot to, of picking cause... and choosing going on. So, with that being said, like, because I was having this conversation with somebody, like, what if COVID? Never happened. Oh. There's so many businesses that closed closed due to COVID. It was so much, uh, like food and shit that got messed up due to COVID. You know what I'm saying? So like, but it's not, some businesses came up. No, some businesses definitely came up. But I'm just saying for the scale of businesses, like all you right. had like the Bed Bath Beyonds, you oh, had, yeah. you know, all these other. Because it came so sudden. Yeah, you had all these other. Mm-hmm. businesses and like i said food like food really took a big hit during the pandemic 
you know what I'm saying, and haven't fully bounced back from that. So I feel like because we see this, I hate to say it like this, but we see this all the time where we see statements being made, mm-hmm. we seeing uh, bad product being made that we feel is racial, racially motivating. provoked or mo- motivating. Mm-hmm. Um, but it don't stop people from, you know, tapping in and purchasing and they not, numbers not dropping. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like it's a bit of a mixture of the economy um, and like people, people just having to pick and choose, you know, people not, people shopping, but people not shopping, shopping like, you know, no, like, like they, like they were. Cause look, we were just talking about auctions. <laughs> we were just talking about like auctions and how much money is being lost off an auction. You, you know what I'm saying? You can choose the, even the scam money ran out, the PPP loans and all the, all the, the yeah. Half of them are going to jail or repaying some stuff. And, and the so thing like, is, what's ever keeping them somewhat afloat is probably that 1% or that 0.5% who can still afford. And even them, they probably, they could be potentially they, be right. scaling back as well. Right. Because we see a lot of people who are selling, like, the clothes that they never wore or, you know, the stuff that they only wore one time. That's what a lot of people are doing on Instagram now. A lot of the influencers yeah. are selling the the things that I, they only wore one time. Yeah, so it's just Which a new space and, and new market for for situations. So, and that's the thing. Like, Neiman Marcus is not a place who, like, really, like, advertise. You might got an emailing list. Yeah. And you get an email, but it's not, you know what I'm saying? So, it ain't nothing, because it's kind of like, uh, what you see is what you get. Yeah, that's it. You know, you know what you come in there for. We do have a need to tear it up. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you going to Wendy's for one cent uh, cheeseburger? One cent cheeseburger? <laughs> you... One cent cheeseburger. Are you damn straight? When is this going on? Uh, From the the 18th to the 22nd or something. So, how many? How, what's the cap? I don't know. I just happened to see. <laughs> Uh, whoever finna be working about to be pissed. Talk to him, I got a dollar. <laughs> What's up? Well, no, nah, for real. Have to cap it at five cents or something. Or you gonna have to buy something else, like. Or why is it one cent? Is that they trying to um? Do how long have Wendy's? Camera? How long have Wendy's been alone? Been been around? It's been a minute. I saw I saw a post was and somebody was like, when did uh Wendy's have yellow yellow cups and um They didn't know Wendy's had yellow cups? Yeah, they just they just they just wasn't hip, that's all. Oh my god. Well Wendy's been around. That's just that. like that's like when you talk about Hardee's and people didn't know they sold chicken at one point in time, it's just a straight chicken spot. They sure were. Yeah. And you know what Hardy's used to have? I'm gonna say fried eggs, Chicago. They did. They did. They did. Yes. And they and they biscuits was hitting too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm getting hungry. Um, Diddy turns down a multi-million dollar offer. Instead, he gifts all his artists their publishing. Now, what do you think is behind? 
now. If, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, like a while back, he said that he was he was going to do that. When? If I'm not mistaken, I could I could be confused, I, I, but I thought a while back he said he was going to do it. He just had to figure out how he was going to be able to get it done. Because that's uh, why him and Mace blew up. Because remember, Mace couldn't even get his, he tried to buy his stuff off of him. And he told him no. But maybe that was the whole point. Maybe he was working on trying to get his. Like I said, like you never know what person, what space a person get to. Like I even if I they could see y'all, y'all, y'all could see my face. Even if he did some fucked up shit in the past, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, it, my thing is I'm happy for them. They got their publishing. Hopefully, the publishing checks is what they believe they should be. I'm telling you. And you know what I mean. So, so yeah, that's. I think he unloading something. I mean, you know, I got a conspiracy with me with that. No, I just, I just feel like, I feel like, shit, he done found a new way to get to, get to some money. That's, that's, that's what I feel like. I, I'm not saying that he wouldn't have gave it back at all, mm-hmm. but like he got a lifestyle to maintain. You know what I'm saying? Like when you sell, like when you selling the publishing off, you know what I mean? Like the record label and all of them, they can't get money off shows and shit. But like them circulation of them of them songs, mm-hmm. especially when they get placement on movies, TV shows, commercials, mm-hmm. they get they get check off of all of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like right. that's the only way like the record labels still make money off of the artists. So um through publishing, right? Yeah, through publishing. So like I understand like from a business standpoint, I understand why it be so like, you know, they be wanting to make sure they get that return as much as possible. You know what I'm saying? Like, after those records sold. But now, because, like, I remember the thing with Ashanti and Irv Gotti, right? Mm-hmm. And how, like, with Ashanti, she was trying to remake the song so she can get them remastered. And so she can own, you know what I'm saying, the rights to that. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. You know what I mean? So I see both sides. I see both sides of it. You know what I mean? Um... But shout out to them for for being able to get their publishing back. Yeah. Despite how or why. Yeah. Maybe he'll just come to Jesus more. Yeah, that's what that's that's what I'm saying. But like I said, like sometimes you gotta like make the proper moves to put certain shit in motion too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause he don't seem like the nigga, and I and I don't expect him to be a nigga to like to put himself financially in a bind to make sure he give everybody oh, yeah. publishing back. You want to oh, yeah. make sure like. He can have the income to like not affect his livelihood, so they can get you know what I'm saying. So that's why I'm saying I feel like he didn't either close some deals or got some stuff together legally to where it's not really affecting his day to day. Yeah, his his and shit. All his kids and women he has to provide yeah. for. Yeah. So. Speaking of, did you see the VMAs? Nope. Me neither. I didn't even know they was coming on. Me neither. Like I saw, like I saw, like little highlights that was like popping up, and I still didn't switch to go to put it on the channel. But <laughs> maybe in the next couple of days, I like fast forward through it and and check it out. I didn't know nothing about it. They said, uh, I just heard when they said, uh, Meg and Cardi was doing a new little song, mm-hmm. but Nikki was hosting, mm-hmm. so they was trying to make some controversy or anything. Yeah. Okay. And that's about it. 
I ain't mad I missed it. I just know. I mean, you just get the Instagram thing. Sexy Red was there. She looked bored. Um, Sexy Red been everywhere. I'm telling that her management team is phenomenal. For nominal. Yeah, they put in all the spots. Yeah, everywhere. She was just recently here. She did a, a music video. Oh, I do not want to mess up the girl name. Um, her rap name started with a B. Blakeyana. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because she just did. I think they did like a remix. Uh-huh. So her Bing Bong. Bing Bong, yeah, yeah. That's what it was, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got a lot of uh, young ladies coming out to St. Louis area. Um, let me see. What else? And I then think? what's the one dude? Um, Nando. Nando. He signed to Nappy Boy Records. Yep. He got a song out with uh, Nelly right now. Mm-hmm. I think he got like over 100,000 streams or something like that. Yeah, yeah. We got, you know, there's a lot of people coming out of St. Louis. If you don't, don't know, that's out of St. Louis. Just shout out, shout out to niggas putting in their work, man, and like being able to reap the benefit and the rewards of the fruit of their labor. Right. Whether you mess with their music or not. Yeah, like. Because I know with Sexy Red, I don't, I don't, you know, it's catchy. And it's, you know, it's kind of catchy. It's fun when you want to get just, your little it's ratchet just, It's just stuff. my thing is, there's people out here for everybody. You know right. what I'm saying? There are lanes of people who are relatable to different types of people. And if you don't know a person directly, you know of a person. You know right. what I'm saying? So, like, you get to, f- you you feel it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. regardless whether it's something that you want to really tie yourself to or associate yourself with, that's your personal business. Right. But the fact that she's being successful, she's living her life, she's doing her I'm motherfucking saying. thing. And then the the thing with her is, like, I don't, I don't subscribe to her music, but she's been out in St. Louis for a minute. Yeah. Doing her thing. And um, so it's not like she just came out and then boom she she actually been working for a little bit um but she's authentically what you see she's a little trolling but she's always been that way but she is authentically her yeah um so i can respect that i mean shoot flip your your 10 minutes in the 15 hour to twenty four hours to but whatever this, you can. But at this, I ain't hey, at this point. It look like she getting cemented. I know she's under. I don't know if she's under Trinidad James or. But is there some? There's got, some association some with association it. Yeah. Association with it, but shoot, shout out to her. You know, I look. I'm, mm. I'm in my uh, all you need, all you need right now. But look, I respect. The all you need is that one drive. person to believe in you. That you know what I'm saying. They got they they got some wiggle room to make some shit happen. Yeah. Yeah, so shout out to her. And if Trinidad to- James is a part of that, shout out to him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And shout out to Taylor Swift because on Instagram it looked like she was taking a couple of drinks back. Um, she was up. They were showing the little thing where she kept getting up. She was up at every performance, but she had a different cup at every performance. Well, hey, maybe she was enjoying. Maybe she was just really enjoying herself. I would have been sitting next to her. Okay, so y'all think that's all we have. Okay, okay. Um, October is right around the corner. It's really right here, for real, for real. By the time we have enough to... Yeah. Um, We're about to be holiday season. Oh, Lord. 
like it's about to be thrown flannels and jackets and <laughs> in a hot second. You know what? I'm all for that part of it. Yeah, no, no, me too. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm ready for it. You know, you 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 go through this heat exhaustion. Yeah. And then you look, then you look up, kind of feel like you're in spring, right? Not <laughs> right now. now. Right. And then before you know, it, it's gonna be wet, cold, <laughs> cold. Uh-uh. Don't speak that. In. Don't put that in there yet. But you know, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to um, these next three months. All I do have to say though, make the make the best out of these next three and a half months y'all got oh, yeah. of this year. Yeah. Whatever it is that you want to do, even if you can't fully execute it to the full extent of the plan, start it. Like start it, follow through as much as possible. First draft it, second draft it. You know, um. If you got product that you want to create, start making it. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever steps that take. Uh, if there's content you want to create, create do whatever it. it takes to, you know, put yourself in a position to create it. Um, even if it's a rough edit of what you want to see so you can see which tweaks and adjustments you need to make. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing can stop you. Nothing will stop you. Only, but you. The only person who can stop you is yourself. So keep grinding, keep pushing. You know, I'm I'm excited for 2024. I've been a little bit on edge just because, you know, this COVID shit been kind of like popping up. Like, you know, especially crazy in like New York and heard like in Kentucky, they was like closed some schools down. Um, So I want everybody to stay safe, stay clean. Yes. You know what I mean? Because uh, I was seeing something too about like a new, uh, what you call it? Um, not a new variant, but a new uh, vaccine and shit. So it's just like. A new vaccine. Yeah. They got a new oh. vaccine out and shit like that. So it's just, it's, it's just, it's like you want to be excited about what's to come, but you know what we just got out of. Right. And you don't want to go back. Yeah. So it's just. You look at the situation like you want to be like proactive and positive, but then you like shit. Like, let me see first. <laughs> yeah, let me let, let me see what's going on out here a little bit before I get invested. But you still you still gotta still gotta go according to plan as long as ain't nothing ain't nothing too drastic changing it. Even if it does, you know what I mean. You just pivot with it. Right. Um. But yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> you know I ain't got nothing. Don't even ask. <laughs> but at that point, you should have some at least, at least a a line or uh, something. Give me about five more episodes. Five more episodes. Yeah, five more episodes. It's the end of the year. Okay, I, I'm gonna have something <laughs> profound. Five more episodes. We in December. We legit. We I'm legit some, in December. I'm gonna have something profound about December. Okay, we'll we'll definitely see about that. <laughs> um, but shout out to everybody who winning. Shout out to everybody who trying. Shout out to everybody who grinding. You know, just just keep that, just keep that momentum up. Just keep that motion going. And don't take no for an answer. With that being said, this is episode 123 of the More Sneakers Podcast. I'm your host, T.O. Sneakers, and this is my co-host. I sell sneakers, not dreams. <laughs>